Hello everyone, it's General Damage Podcast, and holy shit, it's episode 80. Yeah, yeah, it is. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Yup. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Will. And I'm Shane. Yup. 80 Man. is quite the accomplishment. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, 80 is a quite, a quite the accomplishment. And not to for me and Will to brag, but the 25 we've done before this is... 105. Yeah. yeah. 105 podcasts. I could, I could. 105 episodes between us, yeah. That's that's a hell of a thing. <laughs> to consistently do it, uh, you know, with, with you know very few breaks in between um, and reschedulings, that's that's sweet. That's kind of a, yeah. a great accomplishment. Um, yeah. Well, like I mean, I think well you suggested to have a third party when we were Rebranding, and he brought we brought in Shane, yeah, and that's helped because we've never not had an episode for the exception of one time where we all wanted to be there for fifty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's also led to like kind of new ventures, you know, me and Shane with our with our uh, scroll rack. You know, probably we would have never had it if uh, if we didn't have a third party. Uh, I mean, we it's not to say we wouldn't have come up with something different you, between you and me, Nick. But having a third person allows us to kind of expand our ideas and try new things and see if they work and see if they don't work. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it's it's cool um, looking at kind of our numbers on our Facebook page. Um, I, we've gotten a few more likes than we have in the past, yeah. and uh, that's sweet. That's that's growth and um, yeah. it's it's satisfying because it it has it felt a little stagnant there for a while, um, but you know like two or three likes here or there that's that that's good I like that yeah I've seen that you know one of those cat one of those cats is my cousin or a cousin of mine yeah, I wasn't gonna bring it so up cool. yeah. but the fact what's up that we're really close like we're one away from a hundred that's that's and dope that's pretty impressive because. You know, we've been kind of grinding at it for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just breaking 100 means that, if, you know, if we can break 100, we can easily just keep pushing for more. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I really don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see stopping. I just see continuing and keeping, keep doing stuff and keep doing what I, you know, keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Which I'm. It's a long way since I was 12 years old and I decided I want to be a game designer, mm-hmm. and that fell through in a major way. Uh, and I keep kind of having this thought in my head about that. Like, I want to make at least one game and have it out there in the ether, whether it's good or bad. And at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Mm. <laughs> Do I? Do I really? I like playing a lot of games. I like discussing the mechanics. I don't know if I can really build one. Not a video game, at least. I can definitely make a board game or a card game if I grind it. Yeah. But, yeah, with with video games, there's a lot of shit. Which sucks, because I like to think I have a fair amount of ideas for that. Yeah. But it sucks because, like, one, there's no risk when it comes to big budgets now in the industry. At least not... At least for the time being, something could break the mold. And gamers are fucking a holes. Oh yeah, the culture is really, uh, <laughs> really. Have distilling. you guys seen? 
<laughs> yeah, have you guys movie. seen some of the the stories recently? Like developers, Overwatch has. I haven't. I saw the headline. I didn't read it, but like Overwatch developers are intimidated by gamers. Yeah, uh, and it's this whole thing of why why doesn't the industry share more about what they do with its audience? Because mm. movies do that all the time, and it, basically developers have put it saying like, well, it's toxic. We we share what we do. Someone gets pissed off at it, and the next thing you know, half our team is doxed. Right. You know. Oh. Which is something that we might have to look out for in the future, depending on how big we get. We're talking about the, the episode one hundred. You know. You That'd know, be cool, but still, it's you found a topic, Nick, that I actually I forgot about. I did, yeah, Jeff Kaplan. Uh, because you brought it up, he's the Overwatch lead developer, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, you talked about him last week. Yeah, no, this that was the thing I forgot because I saw it today and I didn't read the whole thing. Uh, yeah. he went into the Overwatch forums, like the actual Overwatch forums, and oh, to quote him, boy. Yeah, they, you know what forums? Just I want to say this. Just picture this when I think of forms. The detox fire in Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of when you're waiting, when you're reading forms, for the most part. Yeah, I was going to say, for well, the most, most forums. Most forums, yeah, it can but, it can look like that. But you got to le- listen but, to this quote, because it's really good. Yeah, but the, uh, the most, the best forum I've ever ran into was the Luxology forum for Moto, the 3D software best form out there they helped me a ton anyway shane to quote him right because there's a quote from his post make productive posts either clearly stating an issue that you have that you're having or make a productive suggestion um we won't tolerate demands of quote-unquote being replaced on these forums see you in 30 days (laughs) he's just i think he's just hit his limit um i've said it before and i'll i've said i'll say it again he gets the most shit of right. anyone on that right. team because he's the face and it's his job to like you know communicate that to players um mm-hmm. and you know i think he's probably getting tired of it especially since you know play you know the big mercy update happened um my friend adam yeah i think i was, was ranting about it before that. our D session oh he was just god. like oh my god mercy's so overpowered now and i'm like okay fair enough right? Uh, <laughs> right but my friend adam's never gonna go into a forum and like put someone on blast but I can yeah, imagine mm-hmm. for every time he does it, there's three people who do. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, oh, yeah. like, was it next week? These guys are going into their Halloween uh, event. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, right now, the current trend with the events is kind of like they just bring back the popular game mode from last time. Which is probably right. going to be, you know... Um, the last year's Halloween event was pretty cool, albeit a little bit uh, easy and predictable. I'm hoping they change it up a little bit to make it unpredictable. I think it's gonna be fine. And is that where, is that where like everyone suddenly like looked at Mercy totally different because she was like a sexy witch? Yeah, it's the one yeah. where um you basically play through it like a movie. Though right, right, right. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. I haven't played. I would like to play Overwatch. It's just a, yeah. it can't. But anyways, I'm hoping that you know, Cat Jeff Kaplan and his team this year. I hope they don't get too much flack for it. They try really hard. Yeah. Uh, so far. Everything yeah. they do is great for the game. I have yet to it's see really something that's cool. been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing with. I mean, I don't want. That's not my reason why I have, I'm not. I'm not still going for the game industry stuff. Um, I want to be a part of that world. I want to be a part of the nerd culture because I am one, and I have a theory about the Bay Area and nerds that I would like to get to that I just remembered. But anyway, um, 
yeah, it, it, it's it's just it's just bad when like directors and movies and stuff like that they want to talk about their craft because this is what they do and they like have you have you guys ever watched um, Martin Scorsese an interview with Martin Scorsese where he's talking about frameworks and camera movement. As he's, I, I, I can find the interview and like link it to you guys maybe. Yeah. But as he's talking about, because when he was a kid, he would basically mimic comics. Yeah. And you know, and he, you know, that's how he learned like how they flip the frame and all the storyboard and all this shit. And the more he's talking about, it, the more excited he gets. <laughs> and it's awesome to see this guy who I think at the time of the interview was maybe in his fifties or sixties. I forget how old he is now. Um, it's when his eyebrows were completely black. Now, now I think they're yeah. So it's a while ago, uh, so at least a, a decade and a half. Anyway, um, but this guy's more and more excited. Now I've met game developers and I've been to talks where these guys do talk and they talk about you know the, the, everything they do, and it's the same thing. They get more and more excited. Yes, but it's hard to share that with the public when you're being called a bitch and you just and by some random asshole behind a forum name. And you're you, you know you're basically told that you ruined the game that you made. You know that would like why would why would I want to talk to those people? Why would anyone want to talk to those people? So it's uh, it sucks for Kaplan that he's like the quote unquote monster um, that's supposedly ruining Overwatch. I mean, um, it's I don't think he's really I don't think he cares in the sense of, like it hurts him. I think he's just tired of hearing the same BS arguments. Um, right. Because, you know, he tries really hard. Um, he's very earnest about his opinions and ha- the changes that are being made for the game. And he's also quoted this many times. He is not the sole person in charge. Right. Um, right. It's, right. It's, he works, he leads a team. The team makes decisions, you know, all this and that. And actually, funny enough, you want know there's one person who I've never once heard about him, uh, because this, because you were talking about like they get excited, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one person yeah. I listen to all the time is Magic Develop Magic the Gathering's head of development, which is um, <laughs> Morrow. Uh, yeah. What's his full name? Well, I'm forgetting it for a second. Uh, are you talking about Mark Rosewater? Or, yeah, or, yeah, Mark Rosewater, yeah. Morrow. Yeah, um, Mark Rosewater. The one interesting thing about him is that he never brings up the criticism, and I'm sure he gets a shit ton. Oh god, he does. Yeah. But he never. <laughs> well, judging from you two, what your thoughts on magic are half the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah. but no one. I like. I'm sure people like bitch about him or try to like send him messages and stuff. But he never talks about that. Um, yeah, and it's funny because his philosophy, which I think is really brilliant, is he goes, "I can't let players affect my ability to create the game." Um, yeah, you know, like I love this game. I love that people enjoy it. It sucks sometimes when people don't, and, you know, sometimes they're valid complaints, sometimes they're not. But he doesn't listen to them. And it's not that he's so mm-hmm. much better than Kaplan or anything like that. It's more like he just can't afford to. Uh, because, you know, he makes magic sets years down the line. Like, he's working, whatever he's working on right now won't get released for, like, two and a half years. Yeah. And, yeah, and so he just sense. can't let what's currently happening shape what happens to him. And, you know, in retrospect, and, you know, looking at it comparatively, Kaplan's in a shitty position because the game's constantly being updated. It's live, you know. He has to work with what's currently happening. Uh, but yeah, it, it, his 
His game, sorry, Shane, his game is a living world. That's, yeah, that's yeah. half the problem. But but the big thing is, he doesn't have to... Like, Mark Rosewater doesn't... He rarely answers his criticizers, or, like, he rarely gives them a, t- a platform to communicate with them, because most of the time, it's not helping, right? People should be thankful yeah. that Ka- Kaplan's actually willing to go into forums and stuff and actually communicate with them. Because uh, right, he doesn't right. have to. He could delegate that job to someone else. Oh, and ultimately, easily. too, they don't even have to talk to the people bashing to them. Most of the time, they do it because they're trying to get a co- conversation going. You know, they don't go on there to be yelled at. They go on there to be like, you know, well, what do you want? What's What do you see as a problem? Can you explain that to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, and that's a lot more personal than, say, Riot, who literally you can't really complain at them because they literally just have an army of forum moderators. Yeah. You know? And also, yeah, like, well. if, if the toxicity, like, they literally have people who measure the toxicity of the types of comments in a form, and Riot will just fucking lock it out and shut it down. Like, yeah. people should be happy that this guy is willing to put himself out there, willing to do these videos. He does a lot of these, like, update videos and stuff, and he goes, he, he takes the time, right? You should be very happy about that, because mm. he cares. Yeah. But like you said, gamers suck in a, in a long run, and I think it just comes with their, you know... There are varying degrees of gamer-ishness, right? You have your, I'm a new kid on Xbox Live, where we all have been there. <sighs> and then you become the regrettable old man who's like, why am I on Xbox Live with a bunch of 12-year-olds? And then sometimes uh, yeah, you're the well, guy who it, never grew up. And I think that might yeah, be the worst. Yeah, I've ran into that a lot. Yeah. But it's also the fact that it's just, it's like, for me, I've been playing Cuphead. And we'll get to that. Oh, um, yeah, there's a lot to say about Cuphead. Um, but for, for me, okay, going back to making a game, if I were to ever make a game, mm-hmm. if I ever got the chance again to be something in that, um, my stipulation <laughs> would be, uh, single player and may maybe co-op, but I never would, I never would want to make a multiplayer game yeah. just because it would, because one, it's just too much, um, you know, that's half the reason why people hate COD. You know, people look at COD, oh, it's a stupid game, you just run, run, shoot. It's, you know, it's a jock game. Or if you've actually played it, there's one, there's a lot of people who put a lot of hard work into those games. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Um, a lot of people are saying the World War II game is pretty good. It does, like, go back to its roots, and it's it's good. Um, but, like, you know, people hear COD, they think it's stupid, and they kind of, they just immediately rip you know, 500 people's hard work. Yeah. You know, which is, it's unfair. And it's like, they are, they are a good game. Mechanically speaking, design-wise, they're good games. These are people who know what the fuck they're doing, and they put out a good product as best they can. And for me, if I were to ever make a game, I would make a game like Cuphead, or a game like Shadow War. I don't want to have to deal with people saying, in an update, in the next update, update, 1.25 oh I ruined this or this team you know the team the company ruined it because oh man so many people talk about how Blizzard fucks up you know they just ruined their whole game I'm like okay then why are you still playing WoW for the past five years you know why are you still playing it if they've ruined it you know if, if Riot if Legion of Legends is so bad why are you still playing it you know it, it it's that kind of attitude I couldn't deal with it and you guys know me if I'm attacked, verbally or physically, I'm going after a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the worst public relations person. <laughs> and 
ever. I think we had a moment like that on the Facebook page, and I just emailed you guys or just I was messaged about to you say, guys. If says, you guys ever hear from someone on the Facebook page, it's most likely me. Nine times out of ten, it will be Shane. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, it'll be Shane, because if, if I see something and it just, you know, like, makes my head tick or something, <laughs> I will message Shane and say, go to the Facebook page and correct us, please. Yeah. <laughs> because I will not be nice. Now, that being said, though, I don't know if... Th- Side disclaimer. I don't if know. If you do want to comment on yeah. our stuff and you do have a critique or something you think we can improve on, we're all ears. However, if you just tell me to go, that you're going to fuck my mom and I need to eat shit, that's where I draw that's the line. That's when I will respond. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think that's the problem, too, is, like, people, it's that whole power of, like, well, I paid for this and I get to do this. And it's like, you can say whatever you want. We've had this discussion. But you can't be an asshole because then no one wants to talk to you. And if you want yeah, to be exactly. taken seriously, use words that aren't just like every other word's a cuss word you know yeah i swear but i think i swear eloquently <laughs> I, think, I think there's a big difference between saying oh you fuckers fucking ruined this fucking game because fuckity fuck fuck versus yeah you know, yeah i think it's really messed up that you guys have created this game with this mechanic that does this thing and i think it's unfun for these reasons there's a yeah it's exactly. a very fine line people it, it's um shit i forgot where i was gonna go god damn it anyway but yeah, it, it it's the toxicity and all all of that is it's just it's it's so about Cuphead. It, the fact that Sorry. the fact that I just want to the fact that developers are saying we were not going to talk to the public on how we make games because because of how toxic it is to me is messed up. That that's that's where I'm coming from, and it's like this is why. This is why media, mass media generally, gets everything wrong with technology and video games and how they're portrayed in media. So it's that's kind of like half the problem. Because there's no dialogue with us and muggles, I guess. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway. What do you want to know about Cuphead? No, so about Cuphead, because I wanted to say state something. Um, yeah. Everyone gave... Um, was it Dean Takahashi? Yeah, they gave him a lot of flack, yeah. right? About right the you know the whole oh man he's bad at video games. Not necessarily the case. Um, however, I did someone did say something about him that I thought was really interesting, and I, I like the way they put it. They didn't right. like his video not because he couldn't get through the tutorial. They mm-hmm. didn't like it because he put it out there when it was like ten minutes of like not really any content. Which it was just mm. like, they were like, it's just a bad judgment call. Like, it's not about him as a person. It's more like, in his journalism, journalistic uh, choices to put out te- a 10 minute video of him not doing something. It was just kind right. of like a waste of time. And I thought that was interesting. But what's more interesting is the fact that now how many people have come out and they're like, wow, Cuphead's actually really tarred. Yeah, like, uh, we'll talk about Cuphead now. Um, well, we're here. Well, yeah, we're we're here. You mentioned it, so fuck it. Like the tutorial is interesting. That's what people are complaining. Oh, he couldn't get to the tutorial. Yeah. All right. Well, the tutorial is a tutorial, and it does what it does well, and it does teach you stuff. Though I didn't pay attention to one thing, which made me die a lot in the first level. And boy, do you die a lot in all the levels. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my fucking god. Um, I have beaten. Three of the bosses. Okay. Uh, the easiest boss or bosses, I think, because there's it's it's mul- 
it's I forget what they're called. They're the farmer patch or something like that. Um, you fight a potato, a pumpkin. It's an onion. Uh, oh yeah, an onion. Yeah, sorry, no onion pumpkin. I mean, it looked like it. Um, an onion that explains the crying. Mm-hmm. And a psychic carrot. Yeah. And I beat it. I think I maybe died two or three times, but I beat it. Mm-hmm. And uh, beat the uh, the blue ball dude, uh, the, the goo, whatever his name was. I forget. Uh, beat him. That was pain. <laughs> and who else did I beat? I forget. Uh, I'm trying to beat the blimp boss. Okay. I th- I think it's a woman. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm trying to beat her. That's difficult. I finally got to her final form and I got iced. But it's a fun game. It's not broken in any way. It's just I'm not 10. <laughs> and I don't have the skills for it. Yeah, I understand. I understand what you mean, man. It's uh, yeah, but hard. <laughs> I am. It's very hard. I am definitely going to keep going at this game because I want to get at this game. Mm-hmm. Though my one tiny complaint with it is... I, okay, bosses aside, bosses are very intricate. I love the this game for any fault it has, for any fault design wise mechanically. The one fault it does not have is its look, and holy shit, is this game pretty just to look at? Yep. Like everything about it is is awesome, and everything about design it's old school design because everything is super subtle. Yep. Like, there's certain things you can do to, to other enemies that you can't do to similar enemies. You can do this one thing to this red enemy, but you can't do it to its alternative green uh, green side. It, it's And the game doesn't tell you that. You just have to figure it out through trial and error, which is how Mario and Sonic did it and, all, and Zelda. Yeah. You know, it's old school. And it's old school game design. It's old school art. <laughs> The art is amazing, I think. Uh, just, I, I love it. I, I love the whole thing about it. I'm not upset that I'm dying hundreds of times. It's still fun. I'm going to probably play it when we get off. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. You know? yep. But it, it's frustratingly fun. Yep. And I know, I know when I hit my limit. I know when I hit my limit. I was like, okay, I need to shut the fucker off. <laughs> I, just, I just, I can't, I can't. And it should beat Wolfenstein. I still have, like, one level to go on that, and that's pissing me off. So I'm not playing that game anytime soon. But, yeah, it, it's, um... Yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Like, if you have an Xbox or access to one, or you can do the 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 thing on the computer, um, what's it called? I forget. Uh, where you have to play, uh, access, yeah, whatever Microsoft yeah. Access or whatever the shit. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Try and get try and get Cuphead okay. because it's worth it. Um, it's a get, get a controller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's de- it's definitely worth it in my opinion. I I'm I'm really really liking this game. I do not regret my twenty dollars, even though I am just frustrated as fuck. <laughs> And it's not like frustrated. I think like Dark Souls frustrated. Maybe it is. I've never played Dark Souls. I think it's the same feeling. Maybe. I just want there to be more in between levels. That's the thing I was getting at earlier. I just want there to be more in between levels. I just want there to be side scrolling levels, mm-hmm. which the game calls running guns. Yeah. Um, which are fun, but they're also a pain in the ass. So uh, I had to climb the tree, and that was a pain. Oh my god, the tree level. 
So Boogie two nine eight eight released a Francis oh, yeah, video. I, like him. I don't like his character. I don't. I don't no, like Francis. you're not supposed yeah. to like Francis. I I can't stand Francis, but I watch the Francis videos I, because they're funny. Like, like yeah, I, I don't even find them funny. I he said um, anyway. he did something really good though because he create he made a video about Cuphead right, and everyone knows that right. if it's a Francis video, it's really he means the opposite. It's a facetious thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. he did this thing, and it was like Francis was bitching about how hard the game is, right? Right. And he goes, don't make a kid's game if it look, don't make it look like if it's a, it's a kid's game, if it's meant to be played by Satan, was the quote. <laughs> He's just like, it's so fucking hard, and deal with Satan, yeah, you gotta be the devil to beat this game, was something he said. And I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's weird because, like, I'm a big fan of platformers and jump and shoot. I think those are. Yeah. I think those are like my, uh, most of my favorite games have those elements. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think it's cool. I haven't bought Cuphead yet because I need to save money. Gotta. Sure. Uh, I'll probably wait till the holiday sale. I definitely plan on playing it. Um, oh right, it's on Steam. I'm yeah. a stupid idiot. <laughs> no worries, man. Get it on Steam. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. That's. I mean, if you have an Xbox, get it on an Xbox. Why not? Like. Whatever you yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, if yeah. I could get it on my PS4, I'd probably do that instead. Um, right. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, but, but you know, getting it on Steam is a cool option. Um, I'm just like, okay, I want to play it. I I see all these people playing it, and it's like, okay, I don't want to spoil the story, so I'm not going to watch too much. Um, it's funny right. to me because, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, this is so hard, or this or that, and I'm like, you know, it is hard, but that's what I was talking to Will about this before. I'm like, really just play Mega Man 2. <laughs> like, uh, like, because yeah. if you want to play a hard jump and shoot game, I can name most of the Mega Mans um, that are, like, more challenging than the others. And I'm not saying Cuphead's bad for that. I mean, Cuphead's his own experience, right? Yeah. And that's right. the cool part about it. Well, and, and it's just... The one thing... Yeah, go the ahead. The one thing Cuphead does not do... Sorry. The one thing Cuphead does not do that Mega Man does is you don't have lives in it. So you can die 20, 30 times in one level, but keep going back at the same level. Oh, yeah. Um, lives that's are the a one thing it does. Game. Yeah, lives are a huge part of Mega Man. I have one life. I can't do this level yeah. again. I mean... Uh, I have to go go somewhere and grind. Yeah. Hey, you know what's really funny, though, is it's like, I've... I think back to, like, I watch some people play it, and like, oh, this is so tough, right? Or, oh, this or mm-hmm. that, and I'm just like, well, it is tough, and I can understand why, because um, one thing I've learned from playing a lot of Mega Man, is that when people jump in a video game, especially in a platformer, um, mm-hmm. arcs fuck people up mentally. That's the one thing I've noticed. Um, trying to jump vertically and then over it never works properly. Trying to arc, you know, it's all about timing, trying to make the wall jump connect or, you know, just hit that yeah. right edge of the platform so you don't fall. Um, mm-hmm. Those things, you know, honestly, the only reason I've ever enjoyed Mega Man games is because it just it's supposed to be repetitive. Uh, platformers like that, yeah. it's supposed to be like that because then you get really good at it. Um, and of course, if you don't practice, then you get really bad at it. I'm sure anyone who speed runs like any Mega Man game is probably like breeze through Cuphead because yeah. it's well, maybe I, I I would put my money on it only because like it's just a control thing and knowing that type of mechanic. Um, it, and I'm not saying anyone's adept for not knowing it because yeah. it's not inherent. It really isn't. It's a it's like mm-hmm. an eye training, I guess. It's, it's, right. it's all reactions, all muscle memory. Yeah. Um, and on top of it, too, I mean, I, I think it's funny. People are like, oh, Cuphead is Dark Souls 4. I'm like, well, 
<laughs> if you're gonna call a fucking game Dark Souls Four, how about Bloodborne? Like, like a game that's actually in the like the, the genre. game that's actually a, a Soulsborne. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's... And if you want to play a platformer, Dark Souls gets Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the same. Which experience. I would. Which is like Dark Souls two point five or Dark Souls three point five or something it's, it's, like that. It's a Dark Souls like. It's it has all yeah. the all the aspect all the aspects of Dark Souls, but as a platformer. Yeah, and it even gives you the salt for free. Yeah. But my last my last thing I'm going to say on it is, if anything, right? If you uh-huh. think Cuphead's too difficult for you, on the off chance, play a different platformer that you're really good at or that you enjoy playing, and so you can practice. Like probably play Shovel Knight. That's a platformer. Has similar yeah. elements, or and play Spelunky. I yeah. mean, that has somewhat similar elements to it. And the only reason I say that though is because I heard someone once tell me that Mega Man, the Mega Man Zero series for the Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. it is uh, accepted belief amongst a lot of people that that is probably one of the hardest Mega Man games ever like made on the Game Boy Advance, and hmm. which I found is an odd statement only because like I literally played. Um, those games out came rather quickly between each other and so like right. i played one straight into two and then i kept on replaying two till three came out mm-hmm. and then i did from three to four because i just like the game a lot right and there's a lot to do right uh but the thing is it's like when you play nothing but those those games got like one was really challenging right but going one into two two wasn't that hard and then just playing through two so much three was pretty easy and then four i just blew through it um and it's, yeah if you can learn the there are elements of platforming games like techniques and stuff that are kind of common in all of them not saying they're all the same by the way but like roughly there are elements you're going to see that overlap well, I mean, in a lot of platforming yeah it's this, it's yeah. the same thing with shooters like with most shooters on consoles had the same button layout yeah so yeah. if really if you build up the skill for it, it it's just you know you'll get through it eventually someone's going to beat cuphead once right they'll probably play through it again yeah. to see if they could beat their scores or whatever yeah and they'll probably just burn through it the second time. Yeah, supposedly someone has beaten that game and has taken no damage. I believe it. Um, and yeah. until I see video, I don't believe it. Oh, I believe it. Um, I believe it. I believe there's yeah. enough job out there. I mean, granted, I think that right now that's a cool feat. I have a feeling that once people figure out all the tricks and stuff, mm-hmm. it's not as neat a trick. I mean, it maybe. I'm, then again, I'm gonna wait until next year and that uh that. The charity thing that you watch, Will? Oh, uh, the speed games runs. Unquick, yeah. Da- oh, games games Unquick, yeah. Games Unquick. That, that is going to be a feature. That game is going to be Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I, you know, I, I just did a quick search on, on YouTube of uh, speedruns. Uh, you know, we have mm-hmm. an old bosses category, an old bosses regular, yeah, old bosses regular speedrun, uh, 100% yeah. speedrun. You know, those are coming up in, like, the 32s or so. Uh, which yeah. is, is pretty crazy, you know, uh, any percent, no major glitch speed run, um, you know, so, so I bad. did, I did have one glitch. Mm. Um, so I was fighting the, yeah, I have, I was fighting the blimp, yeah. blimp boss, and what she does is, she, I mean, she has a bunch of minions around her too, but what she does is she'll, at some point, she'll suck in a bunch of air. And then like like let go and like run past you and if you don't get away you can get hit. Yeah. But then as she runs past you she'll leave a constellation mm-hmm. and then she'll run back and she'll become whatever that constellation was. And the first form is always a bull, the bull in clouds like this made of clouds. Yeah. Okay. 
And that's easy to void. And then there's a second form that is could be one of two forms. It can be like a cupid looking dude. Okay. Which sucks. I hate it. I hate that one. Because when he fires his arrow, you have to avoid his arrow and you have to avoid avoid these blue star things that will like he's seeking. Um, that's a pain in the ass. The other form is these two girls. And they have like a ball of fire in the middle of them, and then they'll launch that at you, which shoots like a minigun around in, a, in one circle, and then disappears. Okay. I was fighting them. I was fighting them. That circle thing got me. I died, and then the game still kept playing. <laughs> All right. If they, they, yeah, I'm like, I was, I was waiting there for five minutes, and they launched that their special attack like twice. I'm like, all right, I have to quit out and redo this. Um, but yeah, simple fix. Turn it off, turn it back on again. Um, but yeah, that that was like the one glitch I've I've run into mm-hmm. with that game so far. I mean, I'm still in Inkwell Island one. That but, is yeah. a weird. Yeah. That is a weird glitch. It, yeah, I mean, glitches are weird. They're inherently weird. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know, there is a everyone. <laughs> Yeah, everyone I think is familiar with the Assassin's Creed guard glitch where they're humping the walls or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that 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 to me is funny. It's not inherently wrong, but it's you know everyone knows about that one. Yeah. Uh, where was it going with it? Yeah, going back to our previous conversation about developers um, talking about their games and stuff like that, and they won't because of toxicity. This is a game. I want them to have like, like a video behind the scenes on how they made it. Oh, because I want to know. Sure, yeah, yeah. I want to know the art style. I want to know the references. I want to know who they watched back in the '30s and '40s to get all the shit that they made for this game. I want to know the sound design, what they did for the sound, because it's fucking amazing. Especially the barber barbershop quartet that kind of sings the opening of the game. Uh, like I want to see more. It'd be a cool documentary. And the making. Of it'd be a very, very cool documentary. It's like, oh, please make it. I. It's funny because people talk about it. Like mm-hmm. I've heard some people talk about, it and they're like, oh yeah, it's like those old Mickey Mouse cartoons, and I'm just like, Steamboat Willie. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's the one, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's it's always that. I don't. It's it's funny though because like obviously yeah. people don't remember the, all the names for it. Um. It's. I like the art style. Um, mm-hmm. I love the concept, but I didn't realize like how adult the game was. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, Corey told me one of the jokes in the game is like, d- like uh, his his. Um, they were like, "Yeah, we might do this. We might do that. We might fuck your wife." What? Oh, I didn't. Um, apparently, that's like a joke of the game, and I'm like, y- "You really?" He goes, "Yeah, it is." I'm like, "Huh." I mean, it is deal with the devil, so I guess all cards are on the table. Uh, Maybe I have not run into. Uh, yeah, that. I don't I remember think... seeing that. <laughs> I, I was like, but may, but then again, may, maybe he's reading into something may, a bit too much. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I could ask him later uh, for clarity. Yeah. I mean, I it's his current <laughs> his current fucking Steve name is. Uh, did I actually fuck your wife? Question mark. Which uh, <laughs> which most games just short to did I fuck. Uh-huh. Which is really funny to me, um, but I asked him like, "What the fuck is that?" He goes, "It's a Cuphead joke," and I was like, "How the fuck is that a Cuphead joke?" I figured Cuphead joke would be like, you know, uh, make oh, are we Mickey Mouse or are we Looney Tunes? Who knows? Da-da. Like, 
I would say they're more than Mickey Mouse range, I, but it's I 1930s. Mean, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. I mean, um, granted, don't quote me on it because also Corey could just be lying to me. I haven't played the game, but <laughs> he's, he's, he's probably not, lying to you. Uh, I don't know. He's not normally one to go that route. Usually, he's more. He might be paraphrasing. Who knows? I then again, I think he's paraphrasing, or he didn't get the joke because a lot of it is puns and rhymes. And things like that. So I don't know where he misread I'm, something. I'm saying he's misread it. I'm not 100% uh, sure if he misread it. Well, he, he actually... Uh, he's not wrong, is he? Where'd you... Yeah! That's... Uh, wow. Well, that we reminds Corey, it. if you listen to this one, uh, congratulations, uh-huh. you win. Yeah, so it's this it's this dice dude who's chatting with the devil. And it says, bring your trades, bring your titles, bring your wife, we'll fuck her. That's right. We'll fuck your wife. Oh, wow. like, oh my god! What? Yeah, no, because his picture is the dice dude. His picture yeah. is the yeah. fucking oh, dice uh, dude. Yeah. Wow. I was not ready for this. Well, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, I because I I'm with you. I uh, I thought you know totally. Uh, I mean, I wasn't thinking it was like. Um, I wasn't thinking that it was okay. There we are. Uh, what? Yeah, that was like kid friendly, but I don't know it like went that far. <laughs> I like I like this first comment. The dices are loaded, and so is your wife. Snatch! God, that's so gross. <laughs> oh my Christ! <laughs> uh oh oh the internet. You gotta uh, be kidding me! <laughs> well, oh, congratulations, everyone. We hit the we hit the deep one this time around. Oh boy! We just ruined Cuphead for a lot of Jesus. children. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Oh, wow. God. I was not ready. Wow, we, uh... Wow, we oh. hit that one pretty hard, too. Uh, so, yeah, Corey yeah. wasn't lying. His picture is literally the one where he's got this finger on his chin. Uh-huh. No, he wasn't lying. And it's just, did I actually fuck your wife's his name? And I was like... Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. Wow, I was not ready for that, this game to do that. Wow. Okie dokie. <laughs> yeah, well... I got something to look forward to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know what, Nick? It's probably better you found out this way instead of actually in the game, because then you would have been by yourself, wide-eyed, going, did that actually happen? <laughs> like, yeah. Did I misread that? Am I too tired? Should I stop playing? <laughs> I I would have loved to play this co-op, um, because someone plays a Mughead, someone plays a, cu- a Cuphead, yeah. but I think the game might up it. I'm not 100% sure. Um. But every every character refers to. They talk to you like, "Oh, you boys doing what? What are you boys doing?" They so they, there's like, they never individualize. It's always you boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because both of them are involved. But Cuphead's the title character. He's Mario essentially. Except Mughead looks like he's not a knockoff Mario. It's just. It's a... Mughead is is definitely there's. Distinctions between them better than Luigi. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Luigi is uh, well. He, I think he's not a loser like Luigi. And I say that Luigi's a loser because I've been watching a lot of Game Grumps, and every time they do Luigi's voice, they make him sound like the most pathetic character ever. Oh, people do that all like the time. Like he's, tr- like he's trying to be interesting while Mario's on this epic quest, and all Luigi's doing is talking about like the sandwich he made. I mean, to be real, though, so, Luigi's probably a better person than Mario. 
in a lot of the in a lot of the games that I have seen. Luigi's How so? Luigi is usually the person to ask, "Is the person okay?" Mario is usually the person oh, to ask, nice. "What's up?" Which is just like, oh, I, won't. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what, if it really matters. I've never really cared. <laughs> I, but, I really by just that hate standard. Waluigi. Yeah, Waluigi is yeah, it's fucking dumb. Um, by that's yeah, by that standard, it's just like okay, Mario's about action and Luigi's empathetic. Pretty that's much, all it is. Um, but yeah. Uh, Man, yeah, we, Cuphead, we didn't even if, derail ourselves, but Cuphead just fucking flatlined us for a minute. <laughs> with that shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, there we you go. Know, normally um, I edit out the typing, but I'm going to leave Will's incessant typing about that because I want people to hear that coming. <laughs> I want yeah. people to hear that. <laughs> I just I just wasn't, wasn't at all prepared. Yeah. Uh, and it's not like these characters have like uh they they don't say it. Like the the characters just kind of have a noise associated with them. Yeah, they do the they yeah. do like the old uh, Disney thing where they just yeah. words. So it's, like... so it's it's not even like, dude, that guy that guy just said said, Well fuck my wife <laughs> Like you, you can't you even yell at the though? person. It's just it's someone what wad me and they and there was words on the on the screen. You know what the worst part is, though? Kids mm. are probably going to play this game, right? Oh, no, yeah. Kids are probably going to play this game, well, and any kid who doesn't have a, like, fifth grade reading level is not going to know what the fuck's going on, and then every other child is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I've said this before, every kid, at least, I don't know about girls, but every kid, a boy growing up, had that friend that had access to something, you know, and it's for you know, for me, it was a friend of mine had access to where his dad kept his magazines, his dirty magazines. Yeah, you know, and and if you weren't that friend, if you didn't have that friend, you might have been that friend, or you were sheltered as fuck. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. What else did we have for Speak- topics? I just want to move on. <laughs> we. I, I, I'm not going to let this move on. I just want to ask you guys one quick question and we'll move on to what's going on with DC and Warner Brothers sure. and how they're fucking things up. Have you ever guys found... Have you ever guys ran across wood porn? What? Wood porn. Like, like, like... Is that like lumberjacks carving up trees? Yeah. No, asshole. It means finding it in the woods. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> dumpster. Oh, you never done Dumpster, it? yes. Woods, no. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's what I mean. Have you ever found oh, it? Oh, in the wild? Yes. You just, yeah, in the wild. Yeah, okay. I've never that, found it, but I've had cousins who have. Right, again. Yeah. There's always someone that does. Yeah, no, there's, there's um, one person, you know. Wow, this game yeah. has an E rating? What the shit? Someone did not review what? it thoroughly. What? That's right. Well, fuck your life. For everyone. I, I'm missing. Alright, where are the spy cameras? I'm missing the joke here. What the hell? This is the, the best. This is the best episode yet. You want to know what the, you want to have titling it? It's re- E for what? everyone. Yeah. You know, e. Rated E for everyone. No, e, even for your wife. Oh yeah. my god, wow. Okay. Alright then. God damn. Uh, uh. So. Oh uh, yeah, I really want to talk about Rick and Morty. But I'll give my. I, we're gonna we're gonna go ham on this. Um, 
So apparently it's been announced, or it's been in the ether, that WB and DC, uh, we're changing topics, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's very yeah. hard, uh, they're not gonna, they're giving up on the DCEU. Huh. Wow. Um, they are still gonna have movies that are kinda in a chronological order and are somewhat connected to each other. And I think they're gonna continue that into Aquaman, maybe? Okay. But the reason why they're doing this is bad reviews for most of their their games, for most of their movies that have come out, like Batman v Superman and Man of Steel and especially Suicide Squad. And also, apparently, the success of Wonder Woman has also done this, has done it in. Um, Because Wonder Woman didn't have anything that pushed things forward with Justice League and this ensemble that they want to create. It just told the story of an awesome character in an awesome way. Yeah. Then honestly, um, they should just double down and keep pushing about how awesome Wonder Woman is, because... Right. Well, the other thing is, they're just, they're not going to continue with the, the the canon, the chronologically, you know, they, they're not going to make an extended universe like Marvel. They're They're kind of giving up on it. Um, which kind of sort of makes sense, which is why there's going to be supposedly, there's been rumors that there's supposedly going to be like a couple of different Batman movies, and there's also going to be a, maybe one or two Joker movies as well. Um, I personally, I don't care who's in it, I really don't want to see a Joker movie, because I don't want to know where that character came from. He's one character that doesn't need an origin story. It's fine without the problem, it. Yeah. The problem is the, jo- the Joker movie probably won't even be an origin movie, hopefully, because, like... Well, that's what they want. That's what they want, because that's what well, they think the public wants. Honestly, I think even a Joker movie where he doesn't, like, it's just him messing stuff up, is also kind of boring, just because, like... Yeah. It's what... Like, watching the villain all the time is kind of boring, only because, like, eventually you just go, well, where's Batman to stop him? Right. If there's one comic I suggest you guys try and find and read, it's called The Joker. And you could say it's this proper sequel to The Dark Knight. Because how they draw the Joker in that comic is he very much looks like Heath Ledger. But it is a fucked up comic. Considering everything the Joker does. And the cool thing about it is Batman is more of this entity, more of this thing. Um, and he only has, like, one line in it in the entire... Batman. He only has one line in the whole comic book. And it's a pretty thick comic. It's a graphic novel. Um, but yeah, I suggest you guys read that. And that's just him, like, I think he gets out of Arkham for some some lore bullshit, some legalese. He gets out of Arkham, legally. And, uh, the whole comic book is narrated by, like, a a low-level thug... Uh, who just wants to, you know, have power, and he thinks with the Joker he can have power, but he's basically making a deal with Chaos, mm-hmm. um, and he regrets it. So, maybe a movie like that, because that's almost a bit kind of akin to The Departed, because you follow this one character who's hanging around with this notorious, dangerous mafia, or not mafia, this n- notorious ga- gangster. That character was not Mafia. Mafia is Italian. He was Irish. But, um... You know... Yeah, it, It's wild yeah. to think that the, they gave up on it so quickly. 
Um, uh, not to me. They've been planning shit forever. They want to. They want to compete with Marvel, but they're just. They just went about it the totally wrong way. Well, I mean, like it's weird to call it quits. Um, it only because like they, they lose so much from doing that, right? They honestly, well, yeah. They honestly mm. could have just. Uh, I I don't know. Like they could have. They could have just kept going. They should have just stopped. Like, we've been saying it forever. They just stopped trying to be Marvel. Yeah. They yeah. could have done things so differently. Like, they could have had crossover movies without, like, ever being like, oh, well, it's Batman versus Superman, right? Like, mm-hmm. they could have just yeah. had um, a Batman movie where Superman just shows up for no reason, like, you know, like, to help out. Or, like, they could do things where it's like, oh, look, it's a Flash movie, but hey, oh, holy shit, it's not just the Flash. Green Lantern showed up, you know? Right. Like, because that's where, that's kind of where DC shines with their stories, is that they're here, like, the, the whole point of the Justice League, what made it so good was, like, all those superheroes kind of agreed to team up together, and they they actively do help each other, right? Um, right. If you look at Marvel, to be real, Marvel has team-ups and shit, but, you know, outside the Avengers, which is a constantly shifting team, those superheroes don't really interact with each other. Uh, they don't. They don't. Yeah, opt to Spider-Man's the, the only other other one who interacts with a bunch of the other superheroes. Yeah, but like for like for instance, Freddy, like there was a point where fucking Tony Stark joined the X Men, and that was only to help curve like mutant a mutant war. You know what I mean? Mm. Like outside mm-hmm. of that, like he knows mutants exist. He knows the X Men are there, but he doesn't help them regularly. Yeah. Um, and like you know, looking at it uh, another way, the Fantastic Four, their you know base camp is New York or whatever. How many times do they actually team up with the Avengers or lend a hand? Like, well, all- yeah, I mean, like New York is a base for a lot of superheroes, and I, I think a, a friend, Gel, actually, I guess remember, mm-hmm. uh, he was, I think he was actually presenting it in a class where, it, it, chronologically, all, like these alien invasions happened happened at the same time, but it was different teams taking on these different attacks on New York. You know, yeah. So it's like the Avengers were dealing with this, Fantastic Four was dealing with this, X Men was dealing with this, and it's all happening within like New York and like New England and the East Coast in general is just getting killed. You know, yeah. It's kind of stupid that they do it that way, um, but I, you know, for for them to call it quits on for for DC and WB to call it quits on the DC EU, um. I don't think it's good or bad. Well, I mean, um, it's hard because they're not killing any momentum. They're just not building up anything either. Well, they're not going to not make movies. They're just not going to have an extended universe. Uh, I'm. I think I'm fine with that more than anything. Yeah. Just considering how things have gone with it, is in yeah. not being very successful. Um, like yeah, I, 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 like financially, it's probably a smart decision. Right. Yeah. Like, here, here's the thing: I may or may not at some point see Justice League. Don't know if I'll go to the theaters to do it. I'm not uh, sure. At this I point. know I won't. Like, I won't. I won't step in the theater right. for that. I saw Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman on HBO. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I didn't spend ten bucks. Yep. Now, 
The problems with both those films, and this is the really, really shitty part, is just like I think the meddling, you see it, you blatantly see it, the, the meddling of executives. The problem with Batman v Superman is there's too much going on and Batman vs. Superman, the lead-up to their fight, doesn't make any sense. How they they ally up really doesn't make any sense. Uh, your mom's name is Martha? Mine is too. Let's be friends. Like, fucking really? Um, it, there's just a, there's a ton of problems that they had throughout that movie. The problem with, with the Suicide Squad is the script was in six fucking weeks. You know? It just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, but the, 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 here's here's the sad part about both those films: Ben Affleck and Harvey Keitel are great at being Batman and Superman. They fit, I think. It was just Batman did, did again. Rolling DC movies, Rolling DC throughout. The only character that is allowed to brood is Batman. <laughs> that pretty is much. pretty much his mojo is brooding. Yeah. Superman has to be a Boy Scout. It doesn't mean he has to be, I'm Superman, I'm great, you know. He can have questioned his existence. I'm fine with that. But my problem with Man of Steel was, he was just too angsty. There's too much angst. It's like, he can't, he can't be angsty. He had, like, in all the Superman origin stories, he basically kind of agrees with his dad and saying, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't go out into the world and and do this something else it's he has a great relationship with his his earth dad he has you know a great relationship with his earth mom and that's what drives superman is he's got this awesome upbringing and then he sees the tragedy in the world and he becomes superman you know batman's the complete opposite and they didn't have that but they're perfect those guys those actors are good for it and the problem with Suicide Squad, it's it was just muddled. It's chaotic. It doesn't know what it wants to be, but it has awesome actors. You know, uh, Will Smith as Deadshot was fantastic. Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, she fucking owned it. Everyone there owned it, but it was just a shit story, and it, that that was the problem. It was a shit story and really bad editing. In the case of Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. um. I have no idea what the problem, if any, will be with uh, Justice League. And yeah, God only knows. I'm rambling, but yeah, it, it's it's okay. Get it out of your system. Yeah, I mean, we have this conversation once every so often. I mean, well, yeah. something comes out of the woodwork with DC, and yeah, we got to talk about it because. Oh man, they think that to get out of the hole, they have to dig up. It's and this is them digging up. Really, it's like, oh, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna have an extended universe, but we have all the rights to this prop these properties, so we're just gonna make random movies. Okay, I don't know what contracts they have with anyone. Um. Also, there's supposedly going to be like three or four movies set in the Batman verse next year. So, I don't know what makes I don't know what happens with them. I mean, it's probably going to all end up being pretty, pretty mediocre. Yeah, yeah, it will if they're even made. It'll be pretty mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't have a problem with them ending it. I will have a problem with them basically making shovelware movies. You know, just like another Batman movie, a Joker movie, another Joker movie. We don't need either, we don't need one Joker movie. We let alone two. Yeah, that happened. And and again, they're blaming this on bad reviews for the movies they wanted to do good, and the success of one movie they didn't think anything of. All right. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know what I think when I think of the Warner Brothers executives? I basically think of a bunch of fat white guys with those, like, you know, those Willard, Willard Brimley mustaches, you know? Mm. And they just don't know jack shit of what's going on down below. They just think they have they have superheroes. Oh, that'll just make money. And lo and behold, they're not making money. They don't know why. Because he fucking didn't do it right. I mean, it's pot- it's potentially that's the problem. Like, I think yeah. I think this is honestly just something we're going to keep beating our heads against until something gives, whether it be our patience or their ability to actually produce something. That's just what it comes down to. They they did Wonder Woman. Wonder yeah, Woman yeah. was great, but that's the thing is it's like they could pr- they produced one thing, and they don't even yeah. see the they don't even see the value in it, and that's the sad part. Yeah, right. Like right. it's that movie was great. It was excellent. That there's gonna be a Wonder Woman two apparently. It's hopefully, like yeah. it's gonna it's the same director, so it's still good. Like there's no yeah, reason it why it can't be successful, and there's no reason why they can't build on that. You know, mm-hmm. but if they want to just you know cut their losses or cut any losses they may have, that's power. You know, power to them because that's you know it's what their company. But I think Warner Brothers really needs to take a hard look at the. Uh, the cork board that they're throwing darts at and really need to decide mm-hmm. like how they want to proceed because at the moment they're just throwing randomly hoping for like a flashy idea and uh, yeah. we're kind of past that like they're they already really have justice ju- yeah if you can rewind the clock I mean I've said it before how they should have a Justice League movie was just all of them in the watchtower and then they have a flashback of this huge battle that they have with Darkseid or Brainiac or any any one of the big, big villains that they all have to fight. And then they that's the Justice League movie. And then we go basically do the reverse of what Marvel did. Go from Avengers and then do all the, all the subsequent lead-up movies. That's what they should have done with Justice League. Have the big Justice League movie, then go Batman movie you know, super movie, flash movie, uh, Wonder Woman movie, you know, then, then it would have worked, but no, they didn't. Uh, Will, actually, actually, I just remember this. Will, didn't you read this, like, article? It was like a Warner Brothers exec. Oh, yeah. We talked about that, like, forever and a day ago. Yeah, just kind of, like, all the things that, that have gone wrong. Yeah, we need to find that again and post it because it pretty much just sums up exactly what's wrong and again what happened. Because I think he wrote it after Suicide Squad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he knew what he was talking about, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a big fucking problem. Just. <sighs> Why? <sighs> eh. It is what it is, man. 
Like, and it was I mean, we'll, we'll see where things go from here. Is kind of like the the cut and dry of it. Um, yeah, that's all that can be done. Yeah, at some point I'm gonna have to make a rule about the podcast in DC. <laughs> if I see an article, it's just like, no, we're not gonna do it because I don't want to have the stress and the dry mouth of talking about it constantly and saying the same fucking shit I've said 500 times and we've only had 80 episodes. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about. You guys, you guys said you saw Rick and Morty finale. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now, I just got into the game like a week ago. Mm. <laughs> Loved it, and season three was great, yeah. except the finale. Okay. I didn't really, I it just, it was lackluster compared to season one and season two. Sure. It was lackluster to me. I mean, it was funny, it was great, but especially when he's dicking with the president yeah. and literally physically fighting him. Yeah. Uh... It was eh. I, a, a lot of people think uh, was it Tales from the Citadel should have been the, the season finale, um, which, which I can see that because yeah. it's it's a more it's definitely a more impactful episode for you know future future things to come. Uh, yeah, but it would have been weird to wrap up uh, the kind of Beth and Jerry situation that early. Early into the season, because um, that's that's really the, the the purpose the 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 real purpose that I felt of of uh, the season finale for for season three is actually not not what's happening with uh, Rick and Morty it, and the president. It's actually the the what's happening with Beth and Jerry uh, and their family. Yeah, like that really is is like. The, the, the president thing is kind of like, okay, yeah, I guess this exists. Yeah, this is funny. Yeah, wow, all right. They're just kind of two assholes. But really, it's yeah. it's the kind of closure to uh, you know, what, what's what's happening and kind of like doing, a, in a sense, a reset. Uh, you know, re- resetting it. It, it. They make a joke at it. You know, it'll be like yeah. know, Beth, Beth makes a very on-the-nose pun of like, you know, it'll be like season one. Uh, and it's like okay, so you are you're trying to like, in a sense, reset elements of the show, um, which I get. But I don't think there's a call for that. I don't think there is a call for them to reset the show like that. Well, it's it's not. Listen, it's, it's we we don't know what they have in plan, like planned well, uh, from here on. Like it, yeah. They they you know this is this may be something that they need the pieces to be there. Um, and you know Jerry and Beth not together, and their family not together with Rick, kind of the outside entity. Um, you know, it, it, you you wouldn't have they they couldn't tell the stories that they want to tell in the next couple of seasons. Um, also, well, we got to see Morty with balls, like he undermines Rick, <laughs> right? Like just fucking undermines him completely, which is. You know, we're we starting to see, a, you know, this Morty fight back against Rick. And we've seen it throughout the, the season. Um, it's, yeah. This is kind of like that that extra step that, you know, we get to see Rick not, in, in a sense, not in control. Not not uh, not the dominant uh, person in his family anymore. 
he's he's become well, the Jerry in some yeah. sagacities. So I, I I watched the whole thing about, but it was it was a news thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently Justin Rowland and Dan Harmon, the co-creators of the show, yeah. one hinted that season three was going to be a fourteen episode run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then they they were talked they they that was said no to them. Interesting. So like you know they they were talked down to ten, which is why see episode ten this one feels very much like just another episode. Sure. Um. Also, one I don't think that's really Beth. I think that is a clone, and Rick is just trying to save face for whatever reason. Okay. Well, what, uh, so I guess my question is, what makes you say that? What? Why she's yeah. a clone? Because it's too neat. Okay. This this show is not like nothing ends neat. Like Rick has kind of mentioned how wild and crazy the universe mm-hmm. is, and this just to me feels a little bit too. Too wrapped up and neat. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. It um, feels weird, right? It feels very weird. Yeah. So, so That's... then it can hint that it is the real Beth because it feels, uh, it, it feels odd. It feels too perfect. Yeah. Well, there's all there's also this fact that like um, there's this is fans like grasping at straws, but it was something that Mr. Poopy Butthole said at the end, mm-hmm. where he said, "The next time you see me, I might have a long white Santa Claus beard." Yeah. Yeah. And so people think, oh, are we going to get episodes on Christmas? Uh, I mean, it's yeah. definitely possible. <laughs> I could definitely it could see be possible. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I didn't like this finale. It just felt it. I didn't like the wrapping up, the, them not getting a divorce. So I take it, on it was it, just too much. Meh. So my take on it is like it definitely was a weird episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I liked one element of it that I thought was important. Mm-hmm. What? Um, so, Rick constantly goes off on a bender about how Jerry is manipulative. How he like the episode with him and Jerry, their little adventure. Yeah, he tells. Oh, he Jerry, has the best line about Jerry. He tells Jerry that he's a fucking pity leech that like grabs onto people who feel bad for him, and then he sucks all of their empathy out of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And whether or not that's really true, or that's just Rick superimposing the fact that he thinks his daughter's like not worth. You know, is, is so much better than Jerry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's you, there's too many ways you could argue that. But what was interesting is like Jerry didn't do anything that was like he wasn't trying to be a leech in this episode. He was literally just being a genuine guy yeah. who went over his first date with his wife, right? Mm-hmm. When they were teenagers, yeah. He literally, and and it was weird because like that was the standout moment was. Jerry didn't complain. He didn't try to take advantage of the situation. He didn't lie. He literally just put his cards on the table and hoped for the best. Yeah. Which I think is... I kind of agree with Will. I think it created a power shift um, because Jerry sees control of kind of like the situation by being honest, which is the one thing Rick kind of struggles to do. Because um, Rick doesn't really... You know, everything's not doesn't really matter. The truth is a lie. The lies are truth. You know, the universe is yeah. a crazy bitch. Whatever, right? That's Rick's whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of agree with Nick that it might not be the real Beth, but I think it's more because that's the random element that may bring season four around at some point. It might be the sure. like if we all, I could see them easily be like, oh well, we're lulled into a sense that that's Beth, right? Then mm-hmm. some crazy shit happens, and then Beth, who's been traveling the universe, who's more like Rick, comes back and saves everyone. 
that's that's like you know that's the realm of possibility because this show breaks so many things. Um, it, it I think it is a little too neat, but at the same time, it it's you know it kind of completely fucking it floored uh, the first episode of the season. Rick's whole tirade yeah. about like I am the dad of this, I am the alpha of this household, I am yeah. the man in charge, and yeah. but it's weird because Rick doesn't have to take that lying down. He's already demonstrated that he can, he can change the table at any point in time. Mm-hmm. So I think Rick also has an ulterior motive simply because, like, he showed up with a gun to shoot Jerry. Yeah. There's nothing stopping him from shooting Jerry. He could have killed Jerry at some point and replaced him with a clone that obeys him. That wouldn't... Like, there's no... There's That'd be a twist. Yeah, right? But there's no point in Rick, like, forfeiting at any point. Because Rick realizes forfeiting, you don't have to if you're the better person. Like, that's mm-hmm. his whole... That's another part of his personality, right? I think Rick doing what he did where he was just like yeah i'm rick i'm fishing rick i'm from a different universe right i hope we can get along and i hope all bygones be bygones between me and the previous rick right yeah mm-hmm. like doing that took more effort in probably rick's mind than it does to just kill jerry and replace him so i it's either there's so many things that could be happening but i actually believe that rick probably has plans for jerry oh something. probably because rick is the only person that can make rick feel like a loser like he is his own worst enemy and it's obviously jerry has no power over him and or ability to stop him so i i find it really hard to swallow that rick is just willing to go with the family and agree with jerry that's just me yeah i i don't think it's necessarily the best season finale considering that season two was just like a fucking like it was really good but at the same time i don't feel like it was bad because ultimately this show is really good at throwing fucking out of left field pitches mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna sit back and wait for it yeah. if it doesn't yeah, amount to I, anything I, I will be disappointed then. that that I think right. is, is the big question to, will will anything come of it well yeah it, yeah that's the thing I like you know I just got into this so at the same time like there's these big there's these big hooks that I just feel are kind of like left unanswered. One is the Beth thing, which I I think that's left unanswered. Clone or real? I don't know. I mean, hell, the clone could have gone off. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is like evil Morty. Oh, you know, we're, the, the, we're gonna get that like like season by season, like realistically. Yeah, but it's interesting that he exists. That everything that's happening in the Citadel is happening. And Rick is oblivious to it, which to me will probably be a huge kick in the balls for him. Um, that he's oblivious to everything that's happened in the Citadel and what has transpired with this particular Morty. Um, of course, everyone thinks that Rick is just a grown up version of Morty, so. That would be really messed oh. up. That's a yeah, fan theory. And I, yeah. <laughs> it is fan theory. I don't want that to be true because it just then you're like doing some. You have to do some loop thinking, and it's just like no, I don't want to. I mean, it definitely takes the wind out of that one joke where it's like, "Yes, tall Morty," and it's just a Rick. It's just a yeah. stupid Rick. Yeah, yeah, same. So, ah, eh, who knows? Like, I love the show, and this season was awesome. 
but the season finale didn't live up to that. So if, if it, this was the season finale, um, I like to think that Roland and Hammond have more pool now that they're making probably one of the more successful shows that Adult Swim has. Um, uh, I'm definitely in the opposite spectrum. I, I enjoyed the season finale for like the the, the little the little things that um, I it definitely is not the strongest, but I I, yeah. I feel like you know now now knowing that they were they were shut down to only uh, ten episodes and a fourteen episode when they had fourteen episodes planned out. I think they did. Yeah. I think they 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 wrapped up a thing that they wanted to wrap up. That's the season. You know, uh, it, yeah. it, and, you know, it, it, with that, they had to kind of do set up for another season where those kind of last four episodes shift into it. Maybe. I don't know. I, it wasn't a bad episode. It's just, I just felt like, okay, you know, I was kind of like, what? Because especially after an episode like ABC's of Beth, you know, it's sure. just, I, it's hard to compete with. I, I watched, uh, I watched the season finales a few times. And at, oh. at first I was like, ah, this episode's funny. Oh, right, it's a season finale? Oh, that's weird. And then I watched it a few more times and I, like, it, it grew on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I just kind of, because it was on, it was live on YouTube and it was looping and I just kind of sat there and watched it a few times. I'm like, okay, alright, I have a, I have a better feel on this, on this episode. I feel better about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know... It's, there's questions I have that aren't answered. That's my whole thing. Oh, I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm actually like yeah. more happy with that than anything because it basically leaves me wanting. Yeah. Eh, who knows? I mean, I just found out that they're still making Venture Brothers. Uh, I episodes. saw that and they're I'm just... excited. Yeah. Ugh. It's like okay. Talk about um, one of my I favorite guess... shows. I haven't, man. I've. I don't know what's. I think I need to go back and rewatch a bunch of shit because I have not seen that show in fucking forever. Yep, that's where I'm at. I with think it. the last. I think I the last time I watched it, Sergeant Hatred was now the bodyguard. Rock was somewhere else. Hank had long hair. Yeah, those are all things that happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like okay, I'm lost. Something happened, and I don't know what. So I just I just shut it off. I need to find out where to watch all that shit. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Rick and Morty. Still love the show. It's just I'm, you know, kind of what yeah. with the episode, the finale. Because to me, it wasn't really a, 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 a finale in the vein of the finales that they'd had. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, yeah. it's uh, pretty and, late, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, it is. All right. I guess we should uh, wrap up. Yep. Yeah. Well, right. thank you for listening. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. If you're on our website, you know, definitely leave us a comment. And if oh, for Facebook, you know, give us a share too. Yeah. Also, please share the page. We are at 99 likes. That's insane. If we could get one more, I'd be excited. Yeah. Same. I would like. I would like a nice even hundred yeah. or more than that even. Uh, and so. one more time, if you are a Magic follower, please check us out on Monday for the episodes of the Scroll Rack. Also, I am going to be experimenting this week with the website. I think I may have found a way to get Scroll Rack on iTunes. There might be a small shift in how we format it. Nice. Nice. All right. And with that, we're out. Later. Deuces. Later days. <laughs>